I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Real or Creepy, the game show where we decide if a ghost story is a real haunting or if it's just fake creepypasta on the internet. Tonight's guest, they're none other, the special, most talented people I know, it's Kat and JJ. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. Stop it. Don't make us sing. Don't make us sing. Or or act. Don't make Make us us sing. This is the game show that gives fake points, real points. I don't know. I just kind of make the points up as we go to determine the winner between the bitter rivals of Kat and JJ, who always come with their direct knowledge of what is a real or fake ghost story. Are you guys ready to start the show? I'm ready. I, I was, I came out of the womb ready. I know for a fact what's real and what's creepy I know, pasta. I know because of my intuition. Mm, that's not real. I just like pasta. All right, here we go. First story is from Reddit. Here's a story for you. I used to work in a military cemetery carrying caskets and doing rifle detail. I always thought it felt like a place of unfinished business because many of the tombstones are men under 25 who passed away in faraway wars. While I felt this way, I rarely ever encountered much except my own shadow in the cemetery. Well, one day we were standing around waiting to conduct a funeral when I realized I had to pee. The facilities Mm. were closed and locked for the weekend, and I had a two-plus-hour ceremony ahead of me. Did he pee on a military tombstone? Ask questions right now. Can we ask questions now? No, No. and that's negative fourteen points for interrupting the host. Thank you. This game is fucked up. So I ran into the woods a few hundred feet out of view of anyone into the side of the road of the cemetery. 
There were no graves or anything in the woods, the cemetery with no graves far away from the actual tombstones to go. I went in reasonably far away just to be respectful. I crossed a point and stopped dead in my tracks because I felt like I got really, really sad, like so depressed and overwhelmed. I wanted to sit down and weep on the ground, which turned into raw, hot anger that made my skin burn. Obviously, I can't just sit down in the woods, though. So I kept walking a few feet and I stepped Why over not? a log. Stop interrupting him. Another negative 14 points for JJ. <laughs> Why can't you just sit down in the woods? And What's I wrong with that? And I tripped over a tombstone in the middle of the woods. It turns Wait, out. He said there were no tombstones Stop nearby. interrupting him. Oh, my gosh. It's a negative 100 points for JJ. And I stumbled across a very, very old part of the cemetery that predated all the other graves currently being maintained. Like all of our tombstones go back to the late 1800s. This was a gray tombstone from the early 1800s to late 1700s that did not match the rest of the cemetery at all and was barely standing. Of course, I didn't pee because I felt like I was being screamed at to leave. The urge to run away hit me square in the face, but I just turned and walked out of the woods the way I came. As soon as I started walking away, the feeling of anger, sadness, and dread leached off me and I went back to feeling normal again. I'm sure somebody has a fantastic cynical explanation for all of that, but my interpretation has always been that whoever was buried there was just unhappy at being disturbed and angry for being forgotten. And they just took it out on whoever stumbled into their part of the woods. Another friend of mine had a similar experience later in the same area without me ever telling him what happened to me. So guys, this is kind of a, a little more of a somber, I guess, ghost story. I mean, obviously we don't know what happened to this person, but for me, this boils down to, do you believe that a spirit is resting or somehow connected to their spot of burial? What do you guys think? First off, nice pun with the, it boils down to, cause that's how you make pasta. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, but to wiggle on into this question, this answer was that a pasta pun? Yeah, because pasta's wiggly. Mm. I would say, <laughs> um, I would. What are the options again? Creepy pasta or real hunting. real real hunting? I or think, metaphysical question of whether your soul lingers uh, near your <laughs> grave. Because I guess we're expanding the categories here. Okay, so first off, I don't think souls are typically connected to the grave site, but it was in the middle of the woods in the 1800s. And back then they might've buried people like right where they fell. So maybe in this ghost case, but I think that this story to was real in this writer's mind. Like he experienced it, but in my head, I'm like, maybe he just like really had to go to the bathroom and so he got like really hot and sweaty and was like stressed because like you know when you don't poop sometimes you get like really irritated so he maybe felt like someone was like yelling at him to get out of there he did paint a lot of details and so it made it feel like he really truly experienced this and I hope that if it was a soul that they're somehow trying to rest in peace but if people are walking over him on a trail that's kind of hard so cat is it a real haunting or just a terrible case of irritable bowel syndrome and creepy pasta uh yeah i'm gonna go with some ibs on this one uh walk in ibs <laughs> <laughs> creepy pasta are you you're saying it's creepy pasta 
but you you believe that the person was being honest who wrote the story so it's not creepy pasta it's not made up it was real in that person's uh negative person's five points for jj getting into the weeds yeah <laughs> well that's all that <laughs> yeah you know what i'm not gonna win this game <laughs> i don't think it was creepy pasta because i think the person was being sincere you know i i think maybe yeah maybe he just i don't know was emotional because he had to pee and he was in surrounded by nature i don't know and and tombstones as well i i want to say it's creepy pasta because for me creepy pasta is like a fabricated story and i feel like if this was a fabricated story then something would have actually happened in the story uh instead of just i felt sad and angry and i wanted to sit down in the woods and then i peed um okay. so, so that's i feel like we're kind of on the same page. yeah i think we're on the same page so it sounds like you're both saying it is creepy pasta in the sense that it is not a real ghost story, but is a real haunting in the sense that you believe the person is telling the truth about their experience. I mean, it could be a real haunting. Like maybe there really was a ghost. Wow. But I, I, Do you believe in ghosts? JJ? I, but like, like I would need more convincing details so from JJ. the story to make me believe it was a real ghost. But if if the details were like really over the top, I would think it was a creepy pasta. So catch 22 so gun to your head jj real haunting or creepy pasta in that person's perception it was a real haunting jj <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'm going to award jj 115 points still leaves leaves him a negative 50 i'm going to be cat one are you point. actually doing the math in your head obviously I have no idea what my score i'm is. a mathematician all we uh, know is that i am winning Cat is winning. All right, on to the next story. For what it's worth, I believe that is a real haunting. This story was submitted to Reddit by Skelly Girl 97. Her title is This is Why I Believe in Ghosts, and Now My Dad Does Too. Back in 2011, my dad and stepmom bought an old house from the 1830s in upstate New York. I was 14 at the time, and my sister and I would stay there every other weekend. Some nights I would get really freaked out because I would hear weird noises, or believe it or not, see shadowy figures standing right by my bed. It's an old house, so you can't be surprised if there's spirits there. I tried telling my dad about it, but he didn't believe me. My stepmom, on the other hand, was interested. She mentioned a few times that in the past that she had a friend that was a medium and she's legit. My dad, again, didn't believe her, so she invited her friend over one day just to hang out. They were in the yard setting up for a barbecue, drinking some beers, when suddenly her friend looks over at the house and says, someone's here. My stepmom asked her, who do you see? She said, there's a little girl in a black dress. She's talking about a well. She's saying, come see the well over and over again. And then she just disappeared. My dad thought she was just drunk or trying to pull his leg until one year later. My dad has been rebuilding. Wait, so house. dad thought that the little girl was drunk who was like come, also come jj to the well. you can ask these questions later i'm not going to win i don't care <laughs> negative 15 points for jj for interrupting the host again oh my goodness uh the dad was saying or the author was saying that the dad was that maybe the psychic medium was drunk and was just imagining the whole thing that there oh. was no little girl in a black dress oh okay gotcha my dad has been rebuilding this house piece by piece since he bought it. Today in 2022, it's completely rebuilt. When you walk through the front door, you see a small room with a door that leads to the kitchen. I guess you could call it an indoor front porch. It has another door on the left side that leads to the garage. First of all, this is called a foyer. Oh, 
There's already a word you for it. You are about to be kicked out of here. His next project was to rebuild this room, rip off the walls, and uh, rebuild the old worn-out wood and tear up the floorboards. When he tore up the floorboards, his heart stopped. He couldn't believe what he saw under the house. It was da, a heart. Da, da, it was a him. whale. And not to be confused whale? with the whales that are in the ocean. Yeah, it's a W-E-L-L. Okay, listen. This whole time I thought you were saying well, but it sounded like whale. And then just mm. now you were like, there was a whale. And I was like, oh, he really does mean whale. And then yeah, you that's my Mississippi us. accent. I don't know if you guys have seen that viral TikTok of the Southern, the, the girl from somewhere in the deep South talking about how she's lives in a city and has been able to remove all of her accent, but she still says oil instead of oil. Wait, uh, no, she says uh, oil way around instead of oil. And I was like, that's me. I get shit on for that all the time that's like one of the few words but well i guess is another one where my brain doesn't differentiate anyway we're getting sidetracked she saw a well <laughs> um her dad saw a well when he pulled up the boards he said that uh she said we never knew what happened to the little girl that was seen she wasn't in the well like in the that ring. was good it sounded like a water well she was just trying to lead them to it. I assume whales she's... are water whales too. Oh, that's going to have to cut. Water Wait, how come Kat didn't get negative points just then? Because, because you've already derailed the train. <laughs> I would, I assume she's buried somewhere on the property. And if so, they have no interest in disturbing her. My dad is now a believer. So JJ, we'll start with you this time. Do you believe that the psychic medium really saw a girl and that the girl really wanted them to know about the whale or is it all just you know happenstance that that played out this way whale um <laughs> so funny i i think that this is creepypasta i feel like this could just be a fabricated story that someone made up and it's it's not a it's a decent story you know uh, you got a nugget to a nice little story that could be fleshed out. And I hope that this Reddit poster, if she really did make this up, if she did really experience this, then I'm sorry. But if she made this up, then I hope she fleshes the story out and, and writes it as a novel and uh, becomes a novelist. So that's one vote for Creepypasta. And for that, JJ, I'm going to award you. Oh, wait, I don't award the points till the end, right? Or do I do it right after? You do it at the end. You okay. make this shit up as you go along. This is <laughs> do whatever you want. This is really fair. All right, Kat, real or creepy pasta? What say you? Okay, so she's got a lot of tropes. Skelly girl, yeah. the old 1800 house, the black dress, little girl, the well, the, the, medium. the medium coming to the house. So with all that like tropey stuff in mind, I'm going to say it was real. <laughs> what we, we definitely saw the same pattern and went in opposite uh to opposite i want to just keep everybody on their toes that maybe the tropes are tropes for a reason also i think it's important to note that or at least my thought pattern was if it would be creepypasta although you know this could be a red herring but the payoff would have been bigger than just that there was a because all night I was expecting them to find a body in there. I mean, there was still more payoff than that first story. So I thought it was going to be a heartbeat, like from Edgar Allan Poe. Well, you both did a fabulous job on this one. I'm going to award JJ 
negative 69 points for continuing to interrupt during that whole story. Hey, 69. <laughs> so that makes Kat the winner. We give her 420 points. Kat, congratulations oh, for winning this episode of I, Real I or Creepy. Present. I get to I get to tell everyone that it's 420. Did he stole my thunder? Kat, do you want to make a, a acceptance speech for winning this episode? Yeah, I would just like to thank my two cats, specifically the one that's blind, who is just adds an extra level of creepiness into our life in a beautiful way. You're not going to thank me? Absolutely not. And that's a great segue for our next episode that features a story about a cat. So make sure you listen to the next episode of Real or Creepy. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.